Guys, happy December. Welcome back to another Arsenio ZSL podcast, man. I am your host, Arsenio, as usual. We've got something very, very good today. Oh, my God, man. It is December. One month left. There are so many things. Again, you know I love doing my Christmas Day special. Uh, that's going to be free-flowing with some Holiday Nog, maybe a little bit of Hennessy, and just reviewing the year, the best podcast for this year, and how I've been able to influence so many of you out there. I'm so grateful. Again, so, so grateful. I can't believe this year, to be honest with you. Um, to see my podcast stats explode the way it did this year, uh, to be, I believe, by the time, obviously, you listen to this, I'll probably be, you know, by the end of the year, to be honest with you, I will have eclipsed 400,000 downloads. And it's all because of you, all of you. And I'm so grateful for, you know, the likes of all my students who have immigrated uh, and they are listening to my podcast in America, Japan, uh, Taiwan, which is massive, Mexico, Indonesia, which is now on the rise with podcasting. And this is a country with what between 200 to 400 million people and so it goes to show you that oh my goodness gracious this is going to be so much that's going to be happening next year and so happy december to everyone thank you for tuning in to another wonderful corporate finance monday and today we're going to be talking about managing payments managing payments we're going to do a little audio but we're going to look at different ways first in terms of what steps you should take what steps should a company take if a customer hasn't paid now again reminder emails that's all good but to be honest with you accounts receivable you know i actually did this particular lesson with one of my uh, students she's an accountant and again she is basically they all live in the same home uh pretty well off uh and one of the ladies who actually live in that home they um she's the one that hired me on as a high performance english trainer so again this isn't like going by page by page this is like literally getting students up and getting them writing and speaking and group activities, kind of like workshops, you know? So it's like high performance English workshops, let's put it that way. And so again, unbelievably, unbelievably grateful uh, for having these students. And she told me that, you know, here in Thailand, you don't receive payments often, you know? Uh, if I can attest to that, I remember when I was doing the Bangkok, uh, Bangkok bank project, as a matter of fact, and you know, they basically, if I'm doing like a 50 hour course or whatever, it may be 60 hours, I think, uh, or as a matter of fact, I think it's just 30 hours. So what happens is they pay at the 15 hour mark and then after the course, but that's not how I work anymore. So again, that lady contacted me just about a month or two ago saying, hey, we're looking for you. We want to pay directly through you this time because obviously we know that you're not messing with those sorry ass women that you used to work for before. I'm like, absolutely wonderful. Thank you. And she's like, okay. But I told her, I said, well, listen, to be honest with you, I receive payment up front, you know? And so this is technique number one. Like when you're dealing with people, it's essential to get payments up front for larger projects straight up. And so let me give you an example of this. Now, remember we've been talking about cash flow. Uh, this one company that pays me at the beginning of our uh, training or did at the end of, well, let's see what happens next week as a matter of fact. But she pays me at the very, very beginning uh, Monday. And if there are three classes, two hours per class for training, she's the one that, you know, she pays me at the beginning, boom, that's it. Now, obviously it's a much easier way to do that. I mean, you could pay at the beginning of like, you know, um, the month, 
you know, instead of paying it like every week and, you know, you know, you having to do an additional task at the beginning. That's one way of doing it. But I always ask for that money up front. Let me give you an example how that went south. When I was working for those two grimy ass women, okay, basically at a tested center, I used to do special projects with, um, there was, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Suan Dusit. It's a university, right? And it could be a TOEFL project. It could be this project, that project. The dean of the university and so many other people. Listen, to be honest with you, it takes them anywhere between a year and three years to get the payment. Now, that could be a lie based on them. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's a lie because they were just un they were just egregious liars. <laughs> but I have known and know Thai people and companies that do that. They're always late. No, when it comes to training service up front. And so when it comes to larger projects, yes, I just started a huge project. She said, listen, we're, we're going to pay you just a day or two days before, you know, uh, training commences. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly how it's going to happen. You're going to pay me the first 60 hours up front. And then when the 60 hours are finished, you're going to pay me the other 60 hours going towards the end. Now, obviously, a more long term project and a yearly project is going to be something, uh, you know, if, if all goes well, that's definitely going to be something that's in the balances. But nonetheless, very, very important that you do that. OK, got to get upfront payment. All right. Got to make contact. All right. Got to make contact with them. Now, that's very difficult. I think emails are completely useless. But again, like when I'm trying to make contact and get my money, first and foremost, I'm just going to, it's difficult, okay? Uh, you could try charging late fees, but guess what? They're not going to pay if you charge late fees, right? They are not going to charge if they, you know, if they, if you end up obviously, um, you know, charging the late fees and stuff. So that's going to put them off even more. So, you know, you could try other contact methods, but to be honest with you, it's just, it's a really shitty situation. Let's just put it that way. It's very difficult. We're going to be putting it in writing. I'm going to give you a three-step process in next week's episode. But this week, we're going to listen to Linda. She's one of the people who manage, you know, an accounts uh, receivable for uh, the, some kind of design company by the name of Greenwich, right? Which is basically a graphic design uh, consultancy. Well, the thing is, she calls three different customers, okay? And let's see how she goes about putting it into obviously words and, and let's rate and see how she goes about just executing overall. All right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to hurry up and play this and let's go from there. Track seven. And this is a very, Conversation very long one. one, a very, very long one. So relax. Good morning, AP Turner. How can I help you? Could I speak to Mike Hampton, please? Speaking. Uh, good morning, Mike. This is Linda Martin at Greenwich Design. I'm calling about invoice number WK66754. The payment is now two months overdue. We called you on the 15th and arranged an instalment plan, but we haven't received any payments. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. We've uh, had some cash flow issues. Mm. Uh, we should be able to make the first payment really soon. I understand you have some problems, Mr. Hampton, and we have tried to be flexible with you, but I'm afraid we must insist on payment of the outstanding amount. Yeah, I know. We're trying to find some cash for you. If we could just have a few more weeks? I'm afraid that's not possible, Mr. Hampton. 
As stated in our credit policy, we have suspended your account and this call will be followed by an email requesting payment. I'm sorry to tell you that if that email is ignored, we will have to consider selling your debt to a repossession company. Wow. Okay, I understand. We'll try to come up with some money. Oh, that's a very unfortunate situation. It's very hard for the woman to, you know, and again, the lack of empathy, I guess, in these types of situations, uh, you got to do what you got to do, right? Um, You know, there was a a graphic designer who I knew in Myanmar, and I remember I paid him up front, you know, for all the designs he was going to create for me. And he ended up being lagging behind significantly. It was so hard to get in touch with him and stuff like that. And I think... I probably only had like worked out about what 50 out of the 50 or 60, you know, dollars out of that 100 balance that I gave him. And, you know, again, a frustrating experience, but at the same time, I do expect things to get done accordingly. You know, there was another graphic designer where, you know, she charged me a ridiculous amount. It was like 425 and the logo was dog shit. If you guys follow me back in 2018, you probably may have seen that garbage logo. It was like a yellow type of logo, right? And she made it and I'm like, damn, so this is what I paid for? The PDF that she gave me, terrible. Remember I told you about that girl from, you know, she's Thai University from Mahidol University. She could create something in literally five to 10 minutes and it would be phenomenally better than what that graphic designer had made me in regards to that PDF. Uh, Her snobby attitude, the ignorance, there were so many different things. And I remember right when she finally gave me that logo, I blocked her. It had to be probably in February or March of 2018. Funny that she ended up sending me an email, maybe within three to six months saying, hey, I have a lot of free time now. I can work on the, I say, get the hell out of my face. You know, because when you got someone who doesn't even deliver and I'm like, listen, I already made payment. And she's like, well, I understand that, but you know, I don't see it in my uh, PayPal account right now. I'm like, okay, so wait, you're supposed to be, hold on, the ignorant, whoa, excuse me, your tone? I said, okay. I don't like your tone. And for that reason, it's all good. Just give me that logo. Once you get it, I'm blocking you. I didn't tell her that, but oh my God, that those types of people, ignorant. Now I understand the Myanmar guy, like he had to keep bothering, uh, you know, the guy who I had done a joint podcast with that kept saying, where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Bro, you got to ask for upfront payment. Always asking for upfront payment. And that snobby, horrible graphic designer who I dealt with almost four years ago, um you know i had worked with her she was a quote-unquote teacher you know how thailand they just they could they could pick a foreigner off the street and call them a teacher that's how easy it is but anyways in saying that you know i realized that she was one of those individuals that you know i should have done an upfront payment but at the same time i absolutely need to give deadlines like listen i need this by saturday can you do that for me if not i'll take my money elsewhere Unless you know the graphic designer face to face and they're working with you and like things got to get done. I don't know how people manage that. I used to work for a bear Thai out here in uh, Thailand teaching English and they had like an art director. They had like five graphic designers and they had to continuously make a variety of different things. And I don't know how to manage people like that. But at the same time, I've had my fair share of fucked up folks <laughs> and you got to live and learn. This guy right here, this lady's like, listen. Payment, payment, payment. Bro, you got to pay up front. Pay up front. Cash flow issues. We're going to try to find the money. It sounds very disconcerting, but at the same time, it is what it is. It's a business. Ouch. Me, I'm like, 
okay, how much is it? I'm paying up front, but I need stuff done on this day, this day, this day. If not, can I get a full refund? That's all there is to it. So let's continue. Seven. <sighs> Going into Conversation the next one. two. Boy, it's scary. It is some scary stuff, people. It really is. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see what happens here. Good morning, Global Solutions. How can I help you? Could I speak to Mark Morris, please? Speaking. Uh, good morning, Mark. This is Linda Martin at Greenwich Design. I'm calling about your invoice number, WK43567. I'm afraid the invoice is now two weeks overdue. Really? Is it? Uh, yes, uh -oh. I'm afraid it is. That's not good. We contacted you on the 12th to remind you, <laughs> but we still haven't received payment. I was just calling to check if there was a problem. No, there's no problem. I'll add it to our payment run this week. Probably just a mistake. Well, I'm happy to hear that. I'm afraid I do need to remind you that according to our credit policy, we do charge 2.5% interest on overdue payments. Okay. Then we'd better pay as soon as possible. I'm sorry about the mix-up. I'll sort it out immediately. I'm happy to hear that. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm, I'm, it's okay to hear that. Okay, bye. That right there, to be honest with you, and again, she probably works for this very big... Uh, again, it's a graphic designing consultancy. Totally understand, but you're going to lose clients big time. If you charge late payments, I totally understand it. If you have someone like her who lacks that empathy and says, listen, totally understand. Like, there's got to be more of a human factor into that. You need a flight attendant in your business. You do not need a pilot or an air traffic control doing a flight attendant's job. That's the human factor. Air traffic control, they're a machine. Do exactly and make sure plane gets from A to B. All right, a pilot, obviously there's no human factor to a pilot. It's the flight attendants, okay? So again, like it sounds like they have an air traffic control in a flight attendant's position. You gotta have that empathy, but you gotta keep them on as a client. And you gotta make sure you just receive upfront payment. That's all there is to it. So last audio, here we go. Oh. I, no, I, Track seven. I would not have conversation like, three. Man, <laughs> whatever. Good morning, Blake's Limited. How can I help you? Could I speak to Karen White, please? Speaking. Good morning, Karen. This is Linda Martin at Greenwich Design. Your invoice number, WK23467, was due for payment last Friday, but we haven't received anything. I was just calling to check if you'd paid it. I'll need to check on our system. Just a minute. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yes, I've had a check, and that invoice is scheduled for this Friday's payment run. I can see the due date was last Friday. I'm not sure what happened there. Okay, but you can confirm it'll be paid this week. Yes, you'll receive payment this Friday. Okay, that should be fine. I'll just make a note of that on our system. Great. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, that's fine. As long as it'll be paid this week. Yes, absolutely. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, again, like, uh, as long as it's paid this week, as long as it, there's no human, I'm sorry.
That's a pilot or air traffic control in a flight attendant's job. You can't have someone like that. Because again, there's gotta be, listen, like for her, she should say, oh, okay, yeah, I totally understand, no problem. Um, yeah, so again, could you confirm that you will be, you know, sending that invoice out this Friday? Yes, I do apologize for that. Hey, no problem. We've had a couple of other instances where we, we, we all have those problems. Be a little joking. Don't be too serious, right? And if you don't want to put a sorry ass woman like her who has no human factor into a position to collect money, maybe you should ask or receive money up front. That's all there is to it. I shouldn't have to ask over and over, when are you going to pay me? When are you going to pay me? When are you going to pay me? I'm going to top it off like this before I do my online business training with uh, one of the companies out here in uh, Thailand. There was an instance that I worked for a language center and I consistently and always had to ask them. Uh, and it was like, it was, oh man, this had to be probably back in 2019. And again, there's no, okay, when do I get paid? You say the calendar stops at the, at the 25th of every month. The first, no payment. Second, third, fourth, fifth. I had to continue contact. I had to call the CEO. When am I going to get paid? Oh, I'm in Manila right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're going to get paid. Don't worry. And he just hung up. And right then and there, I should have quit. I didn't. I didn't. I quit like like last year in July after I realized that they were peddling a bullshit stereotypical business. Um, but that right there, that's why you got to have accounts receivable type of company. If you can't even pay your employees on time, you're a failure. Absolute failure. We're going to emphasize this more in next week's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. Be sure to follow me on IG, Arsenio ZSL Podcast, and I'll see you then. Over and out, people.